So even though it might feel silly or look silly, I used to take my daughter for a stroll and I would say, look at that green tree. And and maybe I would quiet down when somebody passed by. But I'm like, no, I don't need to quiet down. I can't talk to my baby. Yes. So good. It's so good. So that's you tuning into that instinctual knowing how important that is for your baby. Hey, mama, welcome to the Nurturing Parent Podcast. Do you want to end the constant battles for bath time? Do you find yourself emotionally exhausted at the end of the day? Do you wake up with big hopes for a smooth day of fun with your little ones, only to face an early morning meltdown because you peeled their banana the wrong way? Really you. Really you. (laughs) Hey, I'm Serena. I'm a mama of two little ones. And as a new mama, I constantly question myself. I wanted to make sure I was raising respectful kids while also building a strong bond with them. But I discovered that I had to unlearn my ideas that punishment was the way. With Amalisa's encouragement, I've been practicing a respectful and gentle parenting approach, which is strengthening our bond as a family. And hi, I'm Amalisa. Amma means grandmother in Icelandic. I am a mama and an amma. And I have over 40 years of experience in childcare and parent coaching. And I am so excited to share the knowledge I've gained over these years with you. Together in this podcast, each week, we will explore some easy to implement skills you can add to your parenting tool belt to help you create a happy, thriving family. Hey mama. So today we're getting into a million reasons why you should be talking to your babies. And we're here to make you feel better if you feel like a crazy lady because you're talking to your babies (laughs) and they don't understand you. And we're here to tell you that it's normal. It's so good for them. And this came across to me because I noticed it was a thing like I know it's something that's good for our kids, but I didn't know why. And I found myself talking to my baby or my toddler sometimes. And I speak to them like I would speak to my husband. I didn't know if that was the right thing to do, if I should be talking to them with that high pitch sound or just speak to them normally. Do they even understand why? Why am I doing this? But I spoke about it with Emma. And of course, she has all the knowledge and is going to help us understand why we should be talking to them, how we should be talking to them and why it's so good for them. So thank you, Emma, for Mm -hmm. bringing all the knowledge. Well, I uh, let me just say, I don't maybe have all the knowledge, but I have a whole bunch that will be helpful. (laughs) Yes, yes, you do. (laughs) And I love that you brought this, um, this topic up because to me, it's always been second nature. Like I talk to brand newborn babies and all the way up, you know, through the teen years, like I talk to children, our, our young, like they're humans Mm -hmm. because they are, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't, you know, I didn't really realize until actually I started doing a little bit of deeper research into this topic, just to fluff up the knowledge that I already had in my brain. And I didn't realize how many people don't know how important it is. You know, I guess a lot of people are like, well, this is a brand new born baby and they don't understand me. So why would I talk to them? Yeah. Like that doesn't make sense to some people's brains. So here we are. Here's (laughs) why I'm so excited to share this with you. Um, Number one, 
in the first two to three years of life, like from day one, all the way through those infant and toddler years, it is super important to talk to your child because there is unprecedented and never again repeated brain development in those first three years of life. They, their brains grow three times the size from birth to age three. Like, can you imagine, like, just imagine (laughs) that, you know, three times the size of a baby's brain. That just astounds me. And then after the age of three, the brain development is still happening, but never again to that level. Now, talking to our babies and human interaction with our babies is brain development superpower. (laughs) It is the direct you know, high speed train to develop that brain is by talking to them and interacting with them. I just get so excited about knowing that. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to say that that is very important just so you absorb it because their brains are literally just absorbing everything that we're giving to them. So even though it might feel silly or look silly, I used to take my daughter for a stroll and I would say, look at that green tree. And and maybe I would quiet down when somebody passed by. But I'm like, no, I don't need to quiet down. I can't talk to my baby. Yes. So good. It's so good. So that's you tuning into that instinctual knowing how important that is for your baby. So another reason to to talk to our babies right from day one is that speech development begins at birth. Speech development begins at birth. They can hear noises in utero, in our womb. They can hear noises as early as 14 weeks, and they begin to respond to sounds outside the womb that they're in, they begin to respond to sounds outside at 25 weeks. And I'll tell you a sweet story. This story like almost always makes me really emotional when I tell it. My daughter lived with me when she was pregnant with my first grandson. And well, grandchild, we chose not to know. She chose not to know. And um, every evening she would come and lie on my bed with me and we would do a puzzle book together, like uh, word puzzles and things. And it was just a neat way that she and I kept our bond strong. And every evening I would reach out and I would put my hand on her belly and I would say, hi, baby. And no kidding, that baby would reach out. I don't know whether it was a hand or an elbow or a (laughs) knee or a foot or something, but right under my hand, Mm. the baby would reach out and touch me back like that. You know, the baby was responding to me Mm -hmm. and that's just amazing and beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So language development begins at birth and they're hearing the sounds of our voice and especially, of course, the mama's voice while they're still in utero and the other voices around them. If you've got grandparents, if you've got dad there, if you've got other older siblings there, they're going to become accustomed to those voices 
and to know those voices. And so one of the beautiful things too, when your baby is first born, when you mama and dad and older sister or brother or who, whoever is in the household, but especially you mama, when you talk to your baby, your baby feels a sense of security and safety because your voice is so familiar. Some people sing to their babies when they're in utero. Don't just put nice music on. You can do that too. But the sound of the human voice, not a recorded voice, a live human voice is so important and so powerful. Some people read kids stories to the baby mm -hmm. when they're in utero right yeah. so all of those things and then when they come out into the world and you sing to them the same lullabies you were singing to them when they were inside and you read to them the same favorite children's storybooks that's all safety and security mm -hmm. and as nurturing parents we want to provide a foundation of safety and security so that our child knows that they're secure in our world. Yeah, right? Yes, yes. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, so, you know, there you are. You're going to be talking uh, to your child and... You're going to be, sometimes you, like you on your walk, look at that green tree. Oh my goodness. It's so sunny. I see the sun shining on that tree right there. Do you see the sun? And one of the things you can do is pause like you're in a normal conversation and leave space for your baby to respond. <laughs> and... Some of the ways you'll know your baby is responding is listening when they're very young, you know, in those first few weeks and they start responding. Um, first of all, I want you to make sure you're getting eye contact with your baby a lot of the time that you're talking to them. When you're feeding them is a perfect time to look into their eyes, gaze into their eyes and talk to them or sing to them or say nursery rhymes to them, all hey, those kinds of things. Kid. And nursery rhymes, songs, and reading, those are also superfoods for baby's brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, superfoods, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why we're singing every week on Fridays and our Family Fun Fridays. We're going to do a lot of singing because that is superfood for our babies at lots of different ages for different reasons. Um, but back to signs that your infant is actually listening and hearing. You'll hear them cooing or gurgling, making those little, what we call baby sounds. They might wave their arms around or squiggle their legs in the air. Those are actual sounds that they're responding to you. They might be wiggling or moving their head and their eyes will follow you. So when your infant is very young, you can watch for those signs. And like I said, I want you to talk to your baby and leave a little gap for them to respond. And if they coo during that gap, you can respond with a coo back. Yeah, mama said, hi, baby. 
yeah, mama said hi. I heard baby say hi. Hi. Ooh, yeah. Hi, baby. So there you can hear, aside from the, oh, look, there's a green tree, like a normal voice. Then you can hear what we call baby talk. And baby talk has actually been studied. And it's also a very good thing to use, a good way to talk to your babies. Because that higher pitch in our voice, hi, baby. Hi, baby. That slower speed, the exaggerated pronunciation. Hi, baby. Hi. Oh, sweet baby. The repetition, the sing-song tone in your voice, all of those things together really appeal to a baby's um, hearing. It really gets baby's attention. Can I ask something? Yes. So, so does when we're in their face going, mama, yeah, mama. Yeah. <laughs> there's that's good. That's we're not, good. We're not crazy. <laughs> no, that's really, really I'm good. Always in her face like mama. Yes. Mama. Because yes. it's a competition. They have to say mama before they say papa. Right. <laughs> so there's slow, I hear in your voice, slower speed exaggerated pronunciation, repetition. Um, these things appeal to our baby's sense of hearing. It gets their attention. It also is very soothing for them somehow in these studies. I'm not going to go into all the depths of the studies, but it showed that this baby talk way that we talk, baby, baby, oh, baby. It, it provides a sense of security and safety again. And another study that I read so shows that it stimulates the motor production. That's the muscles needed for them to use for their speech. So when they hear us repeating, saying things slowly with the exaggerated pronunciation, it's teaching them when you're in her face, all in her face going, mama, 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 mama. She's really learning. She's examining every little muscle that's moving in your face. And her brain is starting to put that to work. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's awesome. So we start when they're fresh out and then we can continue this. We're, well, we're always going to be speaking to them, but to continue speaking to them as. I mean, obviously, as Emma. they grow up, when they're toddlers, we're not going to be using that baby talk anymore. We're going to be talking to them like they're humans and we're going to have conversations with them. Um, so, you know, just be careful that you're not carrying that baby talk on too late. But also when your little one, if you're, if you've got a two-year-old, three-year-old and they're upset about something, they might really benefit from you going into that. It's okay, my baby. It's okay. It's okay, my honey. It's okay. 
So again, there's, that would be my natural response. And you've got the repetition, you've got the slower speed, you might have a higher pitch, depending if you're trying to calm them down, you might have a lower pitch, but that sing song voice. So you could still use it at times with a toddler, but mostly the baby talk is for the infant stage, right? And what do you say? What do you talk about? That's another area, right? (laughs) So one of the things I'll tell you is that I, I narrate, to use that word that you used at the beginning, everything that I do with babies from day one. Mama's going to pick you up now. Come on, Mama's going to pick you up. I'm going to put my hands under you like this and lift you up and snuggle you in close. I tell babies when I'm going to pick them up. I tell babies if I'm going to change their diaper. I worked in an under three, uh, no, an infant daycare at one time in my early years of working in the field and the infant daycare we had as young as three month old babies and and that's where I really had reaffirmed for me that this is a very important practice um so you want to tell the baby mama's gonna pick you up and let's go change that diaper Let's lay you down here. I'm going to put the diaper pad down and then I'm going to lay you down on top of it. Then I'm going to lift up your, oh, let's undo the snaps or whatever, the zipper of your sleeper. And now let's pull one leg out and let's pull the other leg out. And then I'm going to lift your legs up and pull your clothing out from under you so I can take off this diaper. And Every step of the way, you can just narrate what you're doing. Partly, it gives you something to say, (laughs) but also there's something about the bodily autonomy here where you're not going to do something to another human person, a human being's body without letting them know what's happening. You're not going to be able to get consent from your infant to change their diaper. And when they're a toddler, they might not want to give you consent, but you're going to change their diaper anyway. But by telling them exactly what you're doing, you're letting them know every step of the way, getting them into the car seat. Okay, ready? I'm going to lay you down in the car seat, sit you down here, and then we're going to pull one strap over this shoulder. And oh, let's get the other arm under the other strap. And let's see if we can get this buckle done up. Those kinds of things. And just building their vocabulary all around, right? Well, exactly. What are they learning? They're learning their vocabulary is going to be hugely built by all of this narrating. They're also learning about the world around them. When you're saying, look at that green tree, they can look up and they can see tree and they can see green, you know, and, and so they're learning about the world around them. You're building their vocabulary. Let's look really quickly at some of the things that might happen if you don't talk to your babies. And this is not to guilt you out if you haven't been talking to your baby all along. Give yourself a little bit of grace. grace. (laughs) Thank you. If you're learning new things, please don't beat yourself up. Um, Give yourself grace and just listen and learn and then start now. Um, 
But what we find is that babies who are not spoken to are slower in their language development and can be significantly behind their peers once they get into school. They will have a smaller vocabulary. And for me, the most important part of this is there's less bonding with mama or dad or caregiver, whomever that is. If we don't talk to and interact with our babies, they're constantly trying to communicate with us with their cooing and their gurgling, their arms and legs waving like I was talking about, their eyes following us everywhere. If we don't communicate with them and interact with them, they will stop trying to communicate with us, which I find very sad. So it's really develops our bonding in a deep, deep way. Again, nurturing parents, we talk with our babies because it develops the bonding in a big, big way. And getting that eye contact also really in encourages that, uh, the bonding very deeply. That's awesome. So that's a million reasons. <laughs> <laughs> There's a oh, lot I there. There is a lot there. So, so what do you think, Serena? So I think, mamas, if you have felt um, a little shame or embarrassed or like you just look silly, do not fear. There is... There's, there's a million a, reasons. <laughs> there's a million reasons for you to be talking to your babies. Don't feel silly. Talk to them. Let people look at you like you're crazy. Then look at them back like they're the crazy ones. <laughs> and you could be encouraging another mama yes, that yes. notices you. You could be encouraging her to think, oh, she talks to her baby. That means it's okay to talk to my baby. Yes. You could be the leader. And I just got to say, you could say, hey, do I look like a crazy mama? Listen to this Nurturing Parent podcast and you'll yes, learn that I'm not yes. crazy. <laughs> little plug, little plug there. <laughs> Serena and Lisa told me to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Amma. And it's great to understand how we are actually helping them by talking to them and just understanding mm -hmm. that is a big help. And sorry, Ellie's here with us today. That's okay. <laughs> so you little hear bit her of in the background. Noise. It's all good. We got our we got our village babies here with us today. Um, another thing I just want to pop in that I'd forgotten to say is, you know, have your babies near you, either wearing them in a in a baby pack or sitting in a in a baby. Um, chair near you while you're making dinner or while you're doing the laundry and talk to them about what you're doing. Just narrate yes, your life that. for them. That's another beautiful way to teach them about the world around them, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Amma, and thanks okay. mamas for being here with us. Yeah, thank you. We love you. Talk next week. All right, Mama, thanks for joining us. And I just wanted to share my four gems. Number one being talking, singing, and reading are superfoods for our babies. They're superfoods for their brains. And just like we want to feed them superfoods to help them grow and be healthy babies, healthy kids, we want to give them these superfoods to help their brains grow. Number two is our voice is familiar to them. 
they start hearing us from the second trimester and once they come out we are their safety and that is what we are as nurturing parents we want to be their safety and security so with that being said before you say i can't sing to my kids because my voice is horrible they love your voice your voice is their security blanket and they want to hear it so sing read to them and don't be ashamed Number three is narrating what you're doing is such an underestimated way of teaching our kids. It's whether it's describing what you're doing in the kitchen or what you're doing to them as you're changing them or getting them dressed or giving them a bath. You're teaching them autonomy. You're teaching them steps, procedures, sequences. You're expanding their vocabulary. It's it's giving them so much. And in those first three years, they're really absorbing everything. So... That's the time to take advantage and feed them all you got and let them absorb it. And then number four, which is what I really wanted us to take away, is don't be shy. We can be showing another new mama that it's normal to talk to your babies, that it's good, and you're not crazy, you don't look crazy, you're helping your babies, you're helping your toddlers, and it's narrating all around. It's just so beneficial so talk to them talk to your babies talk to your toddlers even if you think they don't understand they're absorbing it mama so keep doing what you're doing and thank you for joining us and we love you hey mama thank you for being here with us (laughs) okay how cute was that (laughs) thanks for being here with us hit subscribe to get notified And hey, did you get anything out of this episode? I know I did. Show some love and send it to your mama friends to bless their day too. And before you run and change that diaper, take five seconds and leave us a review saying how much you love us. You'll be helping other mamas find us. Did you know that? And hopefully find answers to the questions that are keeping them awake at night. And... If you screenshot your review and DM it to us, you will be entered to win a one-hour coaching call at a discounted price with Amalisa. I can't wait to chat with you. Come hang out with us in our Facebook group or on Instagram. Just click the links in the show notes and you can direct message us anytime. We would love to chat with you. We also have a buy me a coffee option for a fun way that you can support this podcast for just as much as you care to give. Just click the show support link in our show notes. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week.